0: We just wrapped up Legends Camp at the University of Miami, and here's what we learned. You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Alex Dono, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, and contributor to AllHurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to BirdDogs.com slash LockedOnCollege, and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Legends Camp is always a good time, formerly known as Paradise Camp. Mario Cristobal changed the name of it because, you know, you bring in Hurricanes Legends to, you know, rub elbows with these players. And there were hundreds of prospects from high school age down to even middle school age, most players from the area. But I even met the father of one player who told me he was over here from San Diego, California. So players coming from all over the country And of course, one of the headlining parts of the day's events were five-star defensive lineman Kamarian Franklin worked out today. And apparently this happened before Legends Camp started. Some people were able to bear witness to this. I was not because I couldn't get down there early. I was leaving a, a morning radio show today. Uh, So I couldn't see it with my own two eyes, but I did ask uh, one of the player's parents about it who watched this go down. And he told me Kamari and Franklin for his size moves like a defensive back. And, you know, the person I spoke to, like, you know, he doesn't follow the star system and the rankings and all that. And when I told him, oh yeah, you were watching a five star and one of the best defensive linemen in the country. He was like, oh yeah, the five star ranking makes sense. Uh, He looked really good. And I think it was David Lake from Inside the U who also watched it and noted that, you know, He's definitely an interior guy, but you know, he does he is able to move and has the quickness of a defensive end, and you know he's going to keep building up his upper body. So the future is really bright for Kamari and Franklin. I just I don't know if that future is going to be in South Florida or maybe with the Tennessee volunteers. He's got himself a decision to make. But as we talked about on yesterday's show, because Kamari and Franklin was the primary topic of discussion to start yesterday's episode, really good sign for the way Miami's trending when Kamari and Franklin was scheduled this weekend to make an official visit to LSU canceled that OV and decided to come back down to Miami for an unofficial on his own dime instead and work out with Jason Taylor the pro football hall of famer so you know the Tennessee volunteers may still be trending. We'll, think, we'll see th- how things are going coming out of this weekend because I think for Kamari and Franklin to come back down to South Florida and want to work out with Jason Taylor again, I think that's a really good sign. You know, someone who's going to be here, um, you know, by tomorrow to start his official visit is five-star wide receiver Jeremiah Smith from Chaminade. Um, He's been to other visits and camps, but I hear that – Uh, And you can't blame them for this whatsoever. But I hear that Ohio State, who he's verbally committed to, keeps really close tabs on him when he shows up to other camps and other visits because, you know, they're really trying to keep him locked down. Like the way it was described to me, how close of tabs they keep on him, it kind of reminds me of like a secret serviceman protecting a president. Like that's, that's the way that Ohio Smith is protecting that. And, you know, talking to someone else about Jeremiah Smith, obviously Miami has an opportunity to try to flip the narrative on its head this weekend. You're getting him for the official visit. You have a chance to put your best foot forward and give him something to think about, right? So, you know, he's going to have to see how Miami plays this year because he's going to be watching Miami play before he makes any kind of a decision. But um, it is my understanding that if anybody is going to flip Jeremiah right now, unlikely, but if anybody's going to flip Jeremiah from Ohio state, As of right now, it may be more likely that it would be Florida than Miami because apparently he really likes DJ Lagway, the Gators committed quarterback. But still, Ohio State remain the big favorites. He's verbally committed to them. And it's hard to imagine Brian Hartline, who's an awesome recruiter, letting this one go. But, yeah, I'm getting sidetracked from Legends Camp. So there were the reason why they call it Legends Camp is. Miami's got a very rich football alumni base. And a lot of these guys are, you know, willing to come down, rub elbows, work with players during these camps. And among the Hurricanes greats that I saw out there at Legends Camp today included Gino Toretta, who we're working on to get him on the show soon, by the way, national championship winning quarterback and Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. I saw Duke Johnson out there today, Andre Johnson, Willis McGahee, Bryant McKinney, who we had a chance to speak to Lamar Thomas, Darren Smith, one of the great former Canes linebackers, Rohan Marley, another great former Canes linebacker. I told him how much I love his uh, Blue Mountain coffee, which I really do love. And I'm a big coffee fan. And, you know, Rohan's nephew Chris Cole is going to be one of the official visitors this weekend. The four-star linebacker out of Salem, Virginia, who we really, really like. So hopefully he takes Uncle Rohan's advice and knows Miami's the place to be. Another former great Miami linebacker, John Beeson, was out there today. Najee Davenport, former great Miami running back, was out there. Anthony Ciccolo. And I know I'm leaving out several because I think that there were other legends. But these are guys that I I saw and had a chance to say hello to today. So... Great seeing so many Hurricanes legends out there. And as far as watching the camp and watching the drills, I love watching Jason Taylor coach. I got to see Taylor. He was right in the corner of the field where the media was standing. I got to see the Pro Football Hall of Famer leading drills with high school and middle school players out there. And you can tell JT genuinely loves working with young players and teaching these kids proper technique. And, you know, he was coaching in high school at saint thomas aquinas before he got to miami but like watching jason taylor coach uh, and he doesn't need to do this like he's a pro football hall of famer he can just kick his feet up and you know i don't i don't think he's any was in any financial troubles or anything like that like he doesn't need to be coaching for a living but he genuinely enjoys what he does and watching jt out there leading drills he's in his element. Like it's probably the way it was watching Beethoven play the piano or something like that. Like Jason Taylor is very much in his element when he's coaching. And for other people leading drills, shout out to hurricanes incoming freshman offensive lineman, Antonio trip. Cause I was watching Antonio leading some drills out there doing a great job with the young players. Um, You know, another player. Uh, yeah. I didn't see him doing any drills or anything like that, but I saw him walking around another incoming freshman class of 2023 who we did see a little bit of in spring, but he was nursing an injury in spring, so we didn't see him play too much. But uh, I saw Malik Bryant out there, the linebacker from Orlando. That dude looks big and physically mature for somebody who literally just finished high school. And he looks great. I can't wait to watch Malik Bryant play at Miami. And hopefully... Guys like him and guys like Popo and Pulliam, and we're already seeing it from West Saint, who had a great freshman year last year. Hopefully, these guys can bring the linebacker you moniker back to the University of Miami, and I cannot wait to watch Malik Bryant play. So, how about this? When we come back, we'll talk about a five-star recruit who made what – I think was a surprise stop at legends camp, at least unpublished. I don't think the media was expecting this guy to be out there, but he did make an appearance today at legends camp. We'll tell you who that is and what he had to say when we come back. And man, we're only getting started on this new episode of locked on canes. You know what? It was like a hundred degrees on Miami's campus today, but my legs Felt great and looked great because I was wearing my bird dog shorts today. Bird dogs stretch khaki shorts. They are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and they give you a truly sculpted look. They do the exact same thing as Lululemon shorts, but they fit way better and they fit way better than those regular shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix that issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but it stretches and the stretch comes in handy. You get a way slimmer fit. Without having to sacrifice movement. And also, Bird Dogs uses anti stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. We need that in the South Florida humidity, okay? So go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and they'll throw in a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Canes. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. I know more of you watch than actually subscribe. And please hit that subscribe button because we're inching closer to 10,000 YouTube subscribers. And I want to get there before the season starts. Heck, I want to get there before the weekend ends. All right. So hit that subscribe button. On, Locked on Kane's YouTube. So uh, you know who made, a, uh, I, I think, a surprise appearance today at Legends Camp? Uh, and I, I missed this, so I have to give full credit to Izubi Charles at Kane Sport for spotting him and chatting him up today. And that's JoJo Trader, five-star wide receiver out of Shamanad Madonna. And, you know, I, I should have known that maybe JoJo might be there because I, I ran into one of the coaches on the Chaminade staff, linebackers coach, Who's He was one of those Canes legends, Darren Smith, who's, uh, who's coaching at Chaminade. So I, I should have asked him, like, hey, is JoJo going to be out here? Is Jeremiah coming in early? But JoJo was out there, and he wasn't publicly known to be someone stopping by today. So that was a welcome surprise. And for JoJo Trader, this is not an official visit for him, uh, unofficial, because he's saving all of his officials for the fall, um, which tells you a couple of things. Number one, he wants to take in – the game day experiences for wherever he goes. Like he wants to make all of his OVs at game day weekends at his various spots. And then number two, it also tells you that Jojo trader not in any rush to make a decision, right? He's one of those. And a lot of South Florida players do this. He's probably going to take it up to December, maybe even up till February, but I, he's not going to make a decision anywhere this summer and that's evidenced by him saving all of his official visits Uh, and he plans to take his ovs during the fall to miami florida florida state ohio state and georgia those are the teams he plans to give visits to um for what it's worth in recent weeks it's felt like a miami versus florida state battle here miami had the momentum earlier on florida state has had more momentum recently but as mentioned, JoJo doesn't seem to be in any rush to make a decision. So a lot can change between now and December. Um, and you know, you would never rule out a place like Ohio State or even Florida. Cause listen, if, if everybody seems to love DJ Lagway so much, you know, you never know. Can't rule anybody out. Uh, here's what JoJo said to Kane Sport Trader said, I decided to come out to Miami today and get some work in, meet some of the legends and get some pointers from the greats who've been doing it at the highest level. He said, It was great because they coached me up on something and talked to me on the side. They gave me my props and stuff like that, but I have to keep on working, he said. The relationship I have with the Miami staff is one of the best I've got. They communicate with me very, very well. And it's my understanding that they stay in pretty constant communication with Trader. And that's that's something Miami staff is really good at, right? Mario Cristobal is known for his relentless recruiting and anybody on his staff has to really adapt to that style. So, yeah, and Kevin Beard is great at that, the wide receivers coach. That's one of his fortes as well. So I'm sure that they keep in really solid and constant communication with him. You know, I, know, I mentioned that I saw Malik Bryant out there at Legends Camp. Uh, I had a chance to uh, to say hello to Frankie Tinelau, the incoming offensive lineman. Uh, wow, why did I? It's been a long day. Lineman? Entenmann's cookies line incoming offensive lineman Frankie Tenelau uh, now remember uh, with Tenelau who's from Australia because of his transcripts coming over from overseas um, he can't be a full part of the team this year but he was able to enroll academically at Miami and he's able to be around the team and work out he just like he can't be a full participant with the team um, and he's a behemoth <laughs> and Frankie Tenelau He is one of the most polite, well-spoken guys that you can run into. He always has a smile on his face. So, uh, you know, there's power in positivity. If that's true, if there really is power in positivity, Frankie Tenelau is going to be a first-round pick someday in the NFL because that dude always has a positive attitude. Um, So we had a chance um, to speak to a couple of those Miami Hurricanes legends that were out there today. And by the way, I did drop the full video interviews with Bryant McKinney, one of the greatest college offensive linemen of all time. Remember, Bryant McKinney was like, what was he, fifth place on the Heisman ballot in 2001 for an offensive tackle? That's pretty impressive. Mount McKinney, who had a great NFL career. Um, We spoke to Bryant McKinney today, and we spoke to a Hurricanes legend who also happens to be the GM of football operations now at Miami, Alonzo Highsmith. So if you check out our YouTube channel, We've got both of those videos posted in full on our YouTube. So if you're an audio listener, you want to make your way over to the YouTube to watch those today. And so some of the highlights from Bryant McKinney. Um, He was just selected for the College Football Hall of Fame. So congratulations to him. He was really honored by that. And crazy that McKinney told us this wasn't his first time on the ballot for the College Football Hall of Fame. How in the hell did Bryant McKinney take more than one ballot to get in the college football hall of fame. This guy in like four years allowed like half a sack to get a full college career. That was crazy to me how Bryant McKinney was like a second ballot guy, not a first ballot guy, but congratulations to him because that was, that was overdue for him to get in. And, you know, Bryant McKinney, he talked about when he played at Miami, Mario Cristobal was a graduate assistant at that time. And he credited coach Cristobal for really helping him a lot during his Miami career. And he said, that's why he made sure he came down to legends camp because, you know, Cristobal really helped him out in his playing days. So he wants to return the favor and help Cristobal out by showing up to legends camp. So that was really cool. Um, And, you know, he talked about Cristobal as a recruiter and he said that Mario has a really great eye for talent evaluation. Uh, McKinney said that, you know, he was excited to hear about guys like the Pancake Honcho and Francis Goa, the five-star offensive linemen that are going to be true freshmen this year. Because he says coaches on Miami staff have told him that those players remind them of McKinney. So he's, you know, looking forward to watching those guys play this year. Um, he was blown away by all the new facilities at the U. And he talked about how, obviously, they didn't have facilities like that when he played he basically compared his old weight room to like a box, right? Where we were interviewing him in the new weight room. So he was able to kind of overlook, you know, the one of the most incredible weight rooms I've ever seen. And I thought this was cool. Bryant McKinney talked about, uh, he was really excited that he had just gotten to meet current Miami wide receiver, Colby Young. The two of them have a connection because they played at the same Juco. They both played at Lackawanna junior college before becoming Kane. So they have bonded over that. And McKinney said he wanted to, because I guess the same head coach is there, you know, for was there for both of those guys. And he wanted to get the coach on FaceTime. And He and Colby talked to the coach together, which sounded like a nice idea to me. You know, we mentioned, um, you know, I'm going to give you the Cliffs notes on this, because again, you can watch the full interview with Alonzo Highsmith on our YouTube channel, But we spoke with Miami's GM of football operations, Alonzo Highsmith, who was also a great running back at Miami. And it was interesting. He told me because we were talking about talent evaluation because that's one of the big parts of his job is scouting players. Right. And Alonzo told us the same thing that Larry Bluestein has said on this show time and time again, that you cannot truly evaluate a player if you don't watch that player in person. I can't give a grade on a player unless I see him live, Highsmith said. And I've heard it many times, and I'm sure Alonzo has a lot to do with this, that Miami does not like to offer recruits before they see them in person. No matter, I'm sure there have been some exceptions, maybe with some of the five-star guys, but for the most part, they don't like to give a player an offer just based on film. They need to see, watch, and talk to that player in person. And that that explains why they didn't offer – Four-star edge rusher Elias Rudolph until a few weeks ago, because they finally got to scout him in person at the Palm Beach Jamboree. Uh, you know that might explain why they haven't offered quarterback Trevor Jackson, because my understanding is they they haven't really gotten a, a look or a good look at him in person yet. Okay, um, I was actually kind of surprised to hear Alonso say. I just assumed that they were like bosom buddies for many many years. Alonso Highsmith said that he and Mario Cristobal didn't know each other that well until they started working together uh, a year ago. It was last June that Alonso got hired to be the GM of football operations. I just assume that since they went to the same different times, of course, but they went to the same high school, Miami Columbus. They both played at the University of Miami. But apparently they didn't know each other that well. Um, so they they kind of, you know, bonded uh, around the time Alonso was getting the job and Mario really wanted to work with him. And Alonso was anxious to work with Mario because with Alonso Highsmith being an NFL scout for a couple of decades, uh, you know, he knew what a good recruiter and talent evaluator Cristobal was. Uh, and he did mention, I think, one of the few times that they had really crossed paths was years ago when Cristobal was on Nick Saban's staff at Alabama Um, You know, Alonzo, he was in, I think, in the Green Bay front office at that time, and they had a chance to spend like a half day together and kind of pick each other's brains on talent evaluation and that um, and that Highsmith was really impressed by that. So uh, they've they've gotten to know each other a lot better since they've started working together, Um, got an interesting note on. A a Miami running back whose status we've been very curious about and a four-star wide receiver has now set a commitment date and time. Did Miami make his final four? And where do the Canes stand here? Hmm. Keep it locked right here. We continue on Locked on Canes. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts, available free on YouTube. And for the everydayers, if you want to take your everydayer experience to the next level, Subscribe to our exclusive SMS texting service through subtext. I'm including the link in the show description below. Uh, I think we got like a, a few new members just yesterday because they wanted to follow my Legends Camp updates today and get some of the recruiting notes going on today. Hopefully, might even get some commits coming out of this coming weekend. Um, that's what we share there. I share with you guys um, up to the minute breaking news, notes, observations, because sometimes I'll be at an event like Legends Camp reporting if I get a recruiting scoop, if I want to drop a Dono ball. I'll give it to you guys first on the subtext chat. So if you want to sign up, uh, click the link in the show description below. It's completely free for the first 14 days. So you can sign up for 14 days, see if you like it. And then if you want to opt in, $4.99 a month after that. And we try to give you a lot of extra added value on there. So this was something else that uh, I I didn't see this with my own two eyes. So I've, I've got a credit for this one, Marcus Benjamin. Great dude from the Miami Rivals site, and there, there was hundreds of people in the IPF. So I may have I missed a few things here and there, uh, but I was glad to see this. Uh, Marcus Benjamin tweeted out, you know, he saw Miami running back Trevante Citizen walking around at Legends Camp without a brace and without a limp. Great sign for the Canes, and oh, that's a tremendous sign uh, because Trevante Citizen, of course, suffered the you know season-ending injury before the season even started last year in fall camp. Um, had a knee injury, and you know uh, my understanding was he had a setback during his recovery. And when I saw him at the spring game, you know I think he had a, a brace on, wasn't walking around that well. So he's Trevante Citizen is doing a lot better. And listen, I'm I'm sure he is crushing his rehab, taking it very seriously, and on the road to recovery. So man, hopefully we see Trevante, even if it's not Week One. Hopefully we see him at points throughout the season because man. Miami's running back room, on paper, can be absolutely freaking loaded this year, right? From Henry Parrish to Don Cheney, he's got to stay healthy, of course. And if if Cheney's healthy, he's a complete back. He's a beast. Trevante freaking Citizen, um, he's an NFL back if he can you know stay healthy and develop properly. He's got that type of body. He's got NFL level size and potential. Trevante Citizen. A.J. Allen, who just transferred in, is really good and really talented. Mark Fletcher is a monster, and Chris Johnson is a burner. So Miami's got a really promising running back room on paper, and it's great to hear that Trevante Citizen is looking good, walking well, and feeling good, because that young man is going to have an impact at the U. Uh, Here's something uh, for the recruiting heads out there. Four-star wide receiver Braylon Staley who visited, I think he visited in the second week of June, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was the second week of June he was here. I mean, whatever. He was here within the last couple of weeks, Braylon Staley, um, out of Aiken, South Carolina. He has set a, a date and a time for announcing his verbal commitment, and he has officially narrowed down his finalists to four schools. Those four are Clemson, Miami, North Carolina, and Tennessee. He's going to be announcing next Friday, June 30th at 4 p.m. Now, um, Staley had a really good visit. Not only did he seem to enjoy it, but his father and his family seemed to really enjoy his visit to Miami. If you go by, like, the on-three tracker, they have Clemson considered to be the percentage leader in his recruitment. Um, I'm not so sure if that's actually the case because of, you know, other stud receivers Clemson has already – gotten commitments from my understanding is that that kind of maybe has pushed Staley and I could be wrong here okay Uh, but that may have pushed Staley more towards either Tennessee or Miami and I I think Tennessee might be the perceived leader there but I don't rule out Miami and I'm sure like they are with so many of their recruits they've been in constant communication Staley's a guy I would love to have here at the U so we will see if Miami can close that one out we're gonna know within the next eight days next Friday June 30th at 4 PM for the everydayers uh, we're going to do a bigger, more complete preview for the OVs this weekend, right? I mentioned Jeremiah Smith is going to be here. Chris Cole is going to be here. There's going to be a lot of great players and great prospects on campus this coming weekend at the U we will have a full preview tomorrow on another episode of locked on canes, part of the awesome locked on podcast network, your team every day.